Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome everyone to the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Trainer. Thanks so much for listening. Hope all of you out there are staying safe and doing well during this insane time. Sounds like... Uh, we may get some sports a little bit down the road, so that's a good sign. Try to focus on the positive and uh, just keep uh, wearing the mask and doing the uh, social distancing and let's get some sports going. Speaking of sports, Aaron Andrews is the guest on the podcast today. NFL Week 1, Fox has saints Bucks. Tom Brady's first game as a Tampa Bay Buck. They're in New Orleans to face the high-powered Saints. Aaron does that game, so... We all want football to start on time, and we get into that a little bit and talk about many other topics um, with Erin from Fox Sports and Dancing with the Stars. Before we get to her, let me just tell you in the archives, if you missed any of the previous podcasts in past weeks, Andrew Perloff from The Dan Patrick Show was on last week, Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football two weeks ago, Ian Eagle from CBS Sports three weeks ago, Chris Long uh, the week before that also had on Michael Imperioli, Steve Sharipa from The Sopranos. So... If you missed any of those episodes, go into the archives. If you're not a subscriber to the SI Media Podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Get the pod delivered to your device of choice every week, and it helps me a lot. All right, that uh, is everything uh, I got to tell you. So let's get right now to Aaron Andrews from Fox Sports and Dancing with the Stars. All right, joining me now, longtime friend of all the podcasts and columns I have done, (laughs) <laughs> from Fox Sports and Dancing with the Stars, Erin Andrews. Erin, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? How are you holding up through all this? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, this is what I tell everyone. I, you know, I haven't had like a direct family member get sick and I'm still yeah. working, so it's hard to complain. But if you want to talk afterwards, I can give you like 7,000 complaints. So I just don't want to do it right. publicly because people will be like, you're an asshole. I'm like, I know. Yeah, but- totally. <laughs> with everything happening in the world. Absolutely. I'm. I mean, listen. I go through like waves with like the depression with all this. But if you're just talking like the frivolous nonsense, I mean, I'm like everyone else. The hair is a major problem right now. Like major, major problem. 
I think it's never looked better for you. I think it looks fantastic. I can't. And, and now it's, you know, it's getting warmer here finally in New York. Like it, we're actually in the 70s the past few days. And yeah. in 30 seconds, I, I, I'm ripping hair out of my head. Oh, really? Yeah, it's too... Now, guys are different than girls. I mean, I've had moments where the worst thing for me is to either be in a mirror inside an airplane or after a few cocktails at night on the road, I get in front of that magnifying mirror and start (laughs) pretending I'm Dr. Pimple Popper or a highly trained dermatologist. And I got as a wrap gift from Dancing with the Stars one night because my glam team knows that I'm total freak when it comes to plucking and popping and extracting one of those magnifying mirrors. And just the other day I was, I couldn't watch Seinfeld anymore. I couldn't watch, you know, any other thing. So I was like, I'm going to town on my face. And I walked (laughs) out of the bathroom and Jared's like, Jesus, are you done yet? So yeah, that instead of like pulling hair out of my head, I'm like extracting everything that's ever been in my skin since I was in fifth grade, probably. You need you need like a guest starring role on Dr. Pimple Pop. Oh God. I can't like watch it without looking away, but when it comes to trying to, you know, get things out of my skin, I just think I am like I went to school for it. It's disgusting. I, I can't yeah. That I mean, listen, you have it much worse than the women have it much worse than men. And that's their <laughs> point, I think. But it's, you know, I looked in the mirror the other day and like the eyebrow growth was just really completely out of control. And that's like, good though. Save that because somebody, <laughs> you know, I, like I was actually full on examining my eyebrows last night and there's just some areas it won't grow, refuse <laughs> to grow because I think, you know, when I was younger, I was like plucking them. I was doing that fun, like thin line situation that they had in the nineties. So enjoy every minute of that. Don't touch oh, those sure. eyebrows, baby. I mean, when you don't have to go into an office, it's just, you yeah. don't have to, you know, the upkeep. What, what is the deal with, like, are you, what's the deal with Jared's hair? Like, are, have you proposed giving him a haircut? Will he not let you go near his head with scissors? What's No, that? my husband's way too vain. Um, he, you know, he, there was a minute where he was talking about maybe, you know, having me go up there with a razor. And then I was like, no way in hell. I'm not touching you because if I screw this up, <laughs> uh, a, I'm going to hate the way it looks and B, you're going to be pissed. So actually there's a guy around here that everybody's friends with that was kind of doing haircuts for uh the boys and they would be in the driveway and everybody was wearing masks and right. stuff like that so it's totally fine by me that would have been a good ig live though if we could oh yeah given yeah sure haircut. no uh, never um well well obviously we all know what the deal is with fox sports and the nfl and yep. we hope it comes back on time what's the deal with dancing with the stars right now like was it supposed to be on now is it a false show because i i always get confused when it's on like what's your status with that Yeah, we were actually, this was our off season anyway. So we were supposed to come back usually right when football comes back um, to make things hairy scary for me. So you always um, have that crazy schedule. Yeah, yeah. Till Thanksgiving. So I mean, we are up in the air. I mean, I saw that we were renewed. I texted a few people to see if there was any news, but it's just, I mean, it's like the six o'clock news out here in LA. And I know you how you have it out there in New York. It's just, everything is just so up in the air. I mean, retail stores are starting to open up here. We're on the same plane as you guys are in terms of being locked down. Um, So in terms of Hollywood and TV shows, and I mean, I guess even games, just nobody knows right now. It's crazy. And I guess that, I mean, that show, it seems like, obviously you have the two people dancing, so that's an issue. But other than that, you can really stay away from 
most of the people like it doesn't seem but those two people are going to be it pretty it's pretty intense for them i guess yeah i mean i think like why it, it, eliminate the audience right because or try to figure out a way to keep the audience i just don't think you can have an audience right now that's a very right. very tight um studio and then tom and i can obviously be pretty far apart and then interviewing uh the dancers you can do one of those long boom mics that you, you have seen other reporters use um but yeah i mean the biggest thing are the dancers and everybody that comes together now um our dancers are awesome in terms of they'll do anything for the show so if you have to tell them they all have to be quarantined together on the lot or in an apartment complex they do it to get back on the show i think the stars and the celebrities would be kind of an interesting twist to it all because these people have some of them have families you know significant others so would they want to be quarantined on our show our show takes about three months so just not sure how they're going to do it besides the old let's take your temperature and if you get sick um, you know, I, yeah, I, I haven't heard any specifics, but I've definitely kind of thought about scenarios and how they would handle it. It's going to be interesting unless they do dancing six feet apart. Right. I mean, unless they do dances specifically this year where you're not touching, you're, you know, almost like a jazz routine or, or something where you're specifically far apart from your dancer. I guess that would add another layer to it. If, if yeah. let, let, let's say, let's say we're in a perfect world, there's no coronavirus. And let's say dancing with the stars comes back in, you know, September, whenever it is. And you could pick any current athlete to be on it. Who would you want to see on it? I mean, I always wanted to see Gronk on it because I just think he would be so fun. And, you know, it, he just adds excitement and another energy level. Um, I, I think the Long Brothers would be great. I know they aren't oh. playing anymore, but they'd be hilarious. Um, but, yeah, I, I, big guy is always fun. And, and it's awesome to have <laughs> athletes on just because it gives me somebody to talk to about football. And they're the best ones to do the show. They just are. They're, they're performers. They know how to adjust on the fly. They know how to take criticism, coaching. They've got showmanship. They're just, yeah, they're so ideal for our show. And that's why they do so well. So speaking of athletes, has, what do you think? So what have you thought about like what your how different your job is going to be if there's no fans in the stands? Because and you you sit there behind the bench usually, or not mm -hmm. sit, but you're usually walking around right um, behind the benches and picking up information. I would imagine. <laughs> a lot easier for you to overhear stuff with no fans in the stands. Yeah, easier to overhear, probably. Um, the one thing I was thinking a lot about was going on and off with the coach. And a lot of the times I am connected to their hips because it is so loud and you're going through an area where, you know, the opposing fans are screaming. But now, I, you know, I won't be able to be that close. And I was thinking, you know, would we do it with a boom mic? So instead of like walking and talking and writing, they could just record it and then play play back for me so I could give the report. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. But somebody had said the other day, well, you don't need it. You don't need to be so close to them because there aren't going to be any fans. In case there aren't going to be any fans, right. it's not going to be that loud. So yeah, I've thought a lot about a lot about stuff. I've thought about, you know, these sit down interviews that we do with guys at the facilities. Is that going to be allowed? How much is that going to change? I mean, obviously I don't have to sit very close to the guy yeah. um, to get the shot. But it, it's still, you get a lot from being at the facility versus doing a sit-down Zoom interview with a Tom Brady or, mm -hmm. you know, a Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, it's and then also really, like really you, interesting. And then when you're doing the report, I, the, 
players in the sideline could probably hear you, which would be awkward. (laughs) (laughs) That could kind of be weird too. I mean, well, that's the worst kind of situation when we are in um, the losing locker room for Super Bowl or, you know, NFC championship, you're sitting there and everybody, I mean, my dad always says to me, Hey, try not to sound so sad. And I'm like, I'm not (laughs) sad. It's just, I don't want to scream because you're in the losing locker room and you don't want the guys to be like, yeah, no shit. You know, we know we lost. We don't need to hear, you know, so you try yeah, to be respectful and you try to be mood. quiet. Yeah, yeah exactly. In the mood. Yeah. 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 Team losing, especially too, like if it's a coach, you know, like if it's like a Belichick guy, like what are you going to go in there and be like, so Bill, you just lost the Super Bowl. Like he'll exactly. throw you out. Yeah. Right, exactly. I know. But then you always hear it right after, oh, she looks so sad. And it's like, no, you just don't want to be the ass and you don't right. want to be screaming in the losing locker room. You want to have yeah. some sort of compassion here. I think one of the, I mean, early on in the season, while the weather is still good, you could do most of those sit downs outside. And I think then you're in pretty good shape. Like, you know. Yeah, you think that. But then a plane goes over and that messes with the noise. It's got to be controlled. Then you have the lighting, blah, 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 blah. See, that's where you're like, you know, the TV person and I don't know anything about that. I know. That's okay. You know, I'm just trying to be super positive about it. It's like, I I just hope there's going to be a way. And, And listen, I trust Fox a lot. I mean, I think we're so good. They're so good with adapting and kind of dealing and, and still making it look sexy and fun. Um, that's something I, I take a lot of pride with in working with Fox is they just always seem to adjust and know how to figure it out and, and still make it, you know, a, a great experience for the fans at yeah. home. So I mean, I feel we've listen, got I time. Think, I think every single sports fan wants the NFL to start on time. Yeah, They'd love to have fans in the stands and have no interruptions to the season. But I mean, listen, you don't want to like pull out some random positive from all this because it's horrific, but there will be major intrigue, I think, from fringe NFL fans, not like the diehard who's there every Sunday, but the fringe fan, if there's no fans in the stands. Because it's going to kind of be like, you know, the sort of car accident freak show type of thing, and people are going to want to mm-hmm. see and hear what it's like. So I, it, I think it will end up benefiting the, the networks in terms of ratings. Oh, I, I think if that's the case, we may or may not be looking at one of our highest rated seasons of all time. I mean, you just look right. at you look at the draft, you look at I mean, I don't care about golf. I it causes some of the biggest arguments in my house. And we were cracking up how, you know, I was sitting there laying on the couch the other day watching the match and you know, my Jarrett was saying, Wow, it took T B to get you to sit through a whole golf, you know broadcast and I'm like how long does this last and you know let's go Tom and stuff like that and Jared's like geez we're gonna get Tom to play in these all the time for you to watch and care so I just think we're just so starved for competition I mean that's the obvious answer that um however the league can put on the season I I just feel like everybody's gonna be looking for it because they're so starved and want it yeah and I know you were big into the last dance which Big, everyone, everyone, massive. Yeah, everyone was. Um, what? Who do you want to see like a, a sports doc on? That's like the question and discussion everyone is having. Like, who should be the subject of the next big sport? I know Tom's doing the doing one, but that's already happening. Is there one uh, you think would be good? Yeah, Tom would be exciting. Um, I, I. I'm a homer. I mean, I'd like to see it on those Celtics years that I was a fan and brought up on them. And um, just because it reminds me so much of my dad, I'd also like to see, 
look, I don't know if you can do it on a certain athlete, uh, on an athlete besides maybe a Jordan or a Tom right now. I mean, Kobe, I think would be great. Um, and it be as captivating as Michael's was. I'd, I'd like to see it on great teams. You know, mm-hmm. I saw Troy a couple days ago out here in uh, California and we were talking about maybe if they would do it in their, uh, during their reign with the Cowboys. I'd love to see one, you know, like I said, with the Celtics. I'd love to see one with Favre, but that's me just being a homer of the teams right. I grew up watching because of my dad. Um, yeah, I, stuff like that would be great. Like a lot of people want that Cowboys one. That would yeah. be that would be big. That would be I know. Big. It would, would be, be super big. fun. I, I, I you just kind of want it to be and and I I'm interested to see how Tom and Gotham are going to do theirs because yeah. they Michael's you know, the last dance put out kind of such a roadmap of what works for people with the music, the cussing, um, right. the interviews, the, in, you know, him and, and being so candid. Um, it, that is such a standard now to watch these and maybe, you know, put these out there with the cowboy one and the stories I've been privileged to hear with, with Troy. And especially when he gets rolling, you're like, damn, yeah. those stories better be in there. This thing yeah. isn't going to be as good, you know? Have a couple more drinks and tell me the yeah. stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the see the Cowboys one I think could be phenomenal, but it it can't be like Jordan in that where like Jordan was a partner on it. Like the Cowboys one, whoever makes it would have to have free reign to tell the stories because you know like to me the best thirty for thirty still even better than the last dance for me personally is still the U, the U, and that's oh, how I think the so Cowboys. Good. Yeah, like, that's how so I think the, that's how the Cowboys one I think would be because the U was as entertaining as anything. It was so good. I remember being, I forgot where we were. I think it was during the NFL playoffs that that came out. I think it was in in January or something. And I was just texting Troy the whole time and being like, this is unbelievable. Cause you know, Jimmy's in it and so forth. And so great. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Everything would have to be out on the table. The problem with that is Michael, Troy, Emmett, they're all so connected still with the organization Right. How candid can they really be? I mean, That's we're in true. Dallas seven times a year. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, speaking of that, you're in Dallas seven times a year and you still be there <laughs> a lot, but I think Tampa is going to be your new home. Um, Tampa Bay. Yeah. I, yeah. That has to go though. That's got to go. I know. Bay. It's Tampa a tad cheesy. You know, I love Bay. the guy, but I don't really like yeah. that. But I'm telling you, week one, Bucks at Saints, that has got to be, you had to be like, jumping up and down when you saw that for week one. Yeah, I actually got a, I got a DM or text or forgot what it was from Tom uh, the day the schedule came out. And he said, week one, LFG. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like thinking to myself, what, what's going on? And um, I, I figured we would have them somewhere in the season, but I didn't know if we'd have them week one. And then this, you know, the schedule came out and I saw it was Saints. And I was like, holy cow. Now that's an interesting one though, Jimmy, because it's it's the Superdome. It's New Orleans. It's yes. It's it is against the Saints. But you take those fans away from that game. Right. That's a huge advantage for Tampa Bay. I'm I'm not taking anything away from the Saints. But if those fans are out of there, I mean, it's I had to go back when we were looking at the schedule. When was the last time Tom played there? When was the last time he played against Drew Brees in the Superdome? Those fans are. It's just another level of loud. And yeah. if they can't have them in there for week one i i feel like that is just it, that helps tampa bay a lot and then the flip side of that which i think again you don't want to be like oh corona caused this this is fascinating but you know brady well i mean he's gonna have very very he could go 
to the school and throw the ball around with whatever, but like he's going to yeah. have very limited practice time with his new teammates, new scheme. I mean, I'm sure they're working now, you know, obviously over zoom and uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure they're going, but it, it's still, I've had a couple of like ex players tell me like, it's not even remotely close to the same thing as like a training camp. So, but if the one, the one person who I think can pull off not having a full training camp with a new team and a new scheme is Tom Brady. So that, yeah. that makes it, adds another layer to it. Absolutely. And I mean, I obviously it helps having big 87 with him there, but I, you know, right. we, we had Chris Godwin on this, uh, the show that's sweeping the quarantine quarantine Q and a with Peter Schrager, Chris Thompson and myself, yes. shameless plug. Uh, we had Chris I Godwin gonna on. Plug it. I was going to plug it. Don't worry. Beat you to, beat you to the plug. Yeah. Um, and Chris Godwin was saying, you know, he's going to learn, the way we say our terminology, what we do, um, obviously, you know, he's going to have his say and so forth, but that just probably is the smarter and easier way for all of them to go with this, um, for him to learn it and Gronk to learn it. But look, I mean, yeah, you saw it, it cracked me up because I'm obviously from Tampa Bay, but it, it cracked me up to see the old paparazzi getting the shots of him working in a schoolyard with, with some of these guys. But I'm not worried about Tom in, in terms of, I, I think he's going to ha- organize a lot of kind of get togethers like this throughout the summer. Um, yeah. You know, I, I kind of knew he did that with the Patriots and got a lot of guys together with Jules and Amendola when he was out there and, and so forth. So um, he'll get his in, but yeah, it is another layer. And and I think Mike Tomlin said this week too, like I'm just very concerned for our rookies. Um, it's going to be really hard for any of these rookies in the NFL to kind of get some time and understand yeah. and, yeah, it's there's yeah. a lot of layers. You also worry too about injuries as well. You know, I'm thinking yeah. about that with the NHL season coming yeah. back and postseason and these guys and and trying to get in there and and acclimated and working out properly and and it's, you know, listen, not all of them are paid as well as Tom and Aaron and Patrick where they have their own workout facilities and you kind of wonder what they're doing. We were talking to Mark Ingram early in the quarantine and he said he knew some guys that were just trying to get some weights at their house. Right. Um so that's going to be an interesting element too. Yeah, it's funny. I I did an interview with JJ Watt, and he brought that up about how like there's some guys who are working out in, like a full gym, and then there's others yeah. who have like two bands and they're going to their high school. So I, the yeah. injuries people weren't talking about that enough, especially I think in baseball too with you know pitchers. I think it's going to be a major problem. But mm-hmm. um, gotta get to a season first. I had um, Schrager was on this podcast I think two weeks ago, and he talked about how, how much, much do you love him? I love Schrager. Love Schrager, I'm one of the best guys. And he said how much fun he's having doing the show with you and Carissa every week. So it's on, I always see you guys posting on Instagram, but it's actually on FS1, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding? What are you talking yeah. about? Most, most <laughs> the, the critics have spoken, Jimmy. I, I don't know what to tell you. I think the Travis Kelsey one, I saw the Travis Kelsey episode. That was enjoyable. Yeah, that was fun. We um, we had Chris Godwin, Robert Woods this week. They were a blast. Chris Godwin told awesome stories about the first time um, he actually heard from Tom. We were asking what you know what was that like? You, you get your phone and you see the number and you're like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> and he said TB actually reached out to him on Instagram. He said he had a DM from him and he was like, Wait, what? And then he saw the old verified blue check and he's like, Holy crap! Tom Brady's reaching out to me and he kind of he asked for his number and then. Uh, TB FaceTime him the next day. So that was a really cool uh, story. So yeah, Uh, Robert Woods talking about the Rams new unis. Carissa called them soft and uh, he kind of had a good 
go, you went back at her. So that was nice. So yeah, we're having a good time doing it. I mean, you know, I, I don't think Fox predicted us to uh, be this, be this talked about in the quarantine, but we appreciate them. Um, you that's know, a good, that's a good, that's a good reason for hosts. So that's a good, <laughs> I, feel that, I think the Kelsey one was when Carissa ended up in her car because her oh internet my was God. Yeah, all our Russell Wilson at the draftathon, right? We were killing her about that. We we're like, "What? Your uh, Wi-Fi go out?" Just like Russell's. It's so funny because every time I have someone on, like Schrager or, or Kyle Brand, or like the, like media people working from home, like the dealing with like the tech stuff is, I, yeah. I find it so amusing because Kyle said it. I said this on the podcast last week, but Kyle or it was like, I spend my entire day saying, "Can you hear me?" and "Can you see me?" and it's like so true. Like it's basically. We did that on this podcast. I was like, "Can I don't hear you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good with tech stuff anyways in my life. I've been helping my husband out because he's been doing Zoom calls with the coaching staff and the development staff with the Los Angeles Kings. The biggest thing that's driving me nuts during this whole thing is we have construction going on on both sides of our house. Mm-hmm. And it is like one day they're ripping up the road and, you know, putting in concrete or they're, you know, just sawing something and you're like, holy crap. And then the next day they're doing it on the other side. <laughs> so yesterday I just lost it. I mean, we went to go take Howie to go to the bathroom outside and I was just, I didn't have one. I, I was cussing the whole time. I was like, this just sucks. I'm so sick of this. And Jared yeah. kept saying, it's fine. It's almost over. Just relax. I'm like, oh, if they pull up one more sidewalk or piece of the road, I'm going to lose my mind. I had that. Yeah, that's I had, thing. There was one week I was taping the podcast and my neighbors next door, their landscapers came and the lawnmower was just like blowing it out. But I, I want to get, so you have to help Jared with the technology stuff. Yeah, I mean, what a gem he is. I mean, he just doesn't know. Like, the whole thing is like, well, they're actually, he works with the development team. And so he's actually working with the guys in the minor leagues now. And they have to keep them, you know, interested, in shape, updated. So he was, you know, practicing with me. He'd go upstairs. I'd be down in the office. And he'd send me an invite to his WebEx or something like that. And he'd be like, do you see what I'm trying to share with you? And I'm like... I see you also don't have to scream from upstairs because I'm listening to you on the WebEx thing. And then he'd bring his computer downstairs and it would make that huge screeching thing. And I'm like, Jared, I got it. I got it. So, yeah, he's fine. The problem is when he likes to do his from our dining room table, which is great, but it's right in the middle of where the kitchen is and where our like stairs are. So it's like you can't come down rocking a sports bra or like be in your PJs grabbing a cup of coffee or right, you right. Know, I mean, it's like, hey guys, hey GM of the <laughs> LA Kings. So yeah, I'm always like, babe, can you go downstairs? But that's his comfy spot. So it's fine. I See, I, this is like, I can't get enough of like the quarantine stories like that. That's oh, yeah. Little stories I love, like people just trying to do their regular day to day lives and bizarre things taking place. Um, yeah, if you hear a mouth breather right now, that's Howie who just came in from a walk. I didn't want you uh, to think I was like sucking on the microphone. That's, that's okay. You got the dog's oh, yeah. got to walk. The dog's got to walk. He does. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, "Chef, what course are we on?" I've, I've lost count. Or shoot that, shoot that. 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I want we we need to fight about TV shows because you mentioned. Let's do it. Wait, before that, I just I want to get back to football for um okay for one thing. Do you, wait? You guys have the Super Bowl this year? No. No, we just we may or may not have just done the Super Bowl last year. No, we right, did Chiefs Forty right. Niners. Yeah, we don't right. have it this year. Right. That was a good. That was a good Super Bowl to have. That's for sure. Hey, just seeing how quick COVID came on, I'm so glad we got the Super Bowl in. I mean, yeah. it was something that was talked about, but can you imagine? Right now, I remember. Right, Falcon Aikman had a very good game. That was a really good Super Bowl. Yeah, um, I ruined the Super Bowl. If you read the New York Post, that was that was a doozy of a night. What was the what was the criticism again? I, I ruined the Super Bowl because I did not ask Kyle Shanahan about not taking a time out. And what oh. had happened? See, what had happened was, was uh, there was a penalty, right? Wasn't there a penalty on Kittle yeah. or something yeah. happened? Right, we were offensive, yeah, offensive PI. Yeah. And he was. Kyle was ticked about that and he was going after the official about that. So I quickly asked him um, about that and something with the offense or whatever I did. And like, he was out, it was gone. It was over. And um, yeah, it was me. I officially ruined the Super Bowl. all on me. Don't let it bother you. 
Well, it pissed me off that night. It may or may not have pissed me off all week when we were uh, on vacation. <laughs> the thing I would love is what the people that sit there and write those articles and come at me about them. You know, you know me. That used to ruin my year. But right, you would right. just love for five seconds for them to come down and ask and see what it's all about and all like. Um, it's funny because I had Katie Nolan on. It's funny when Katie Nolan was on this podcast a few months ago. She said something about how. She wishes there were people who covered the people who covered the media. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, I don't need anyone covering me. Um, I'd be, I'm boring though. I I would be fine. Everyone else might be in trouble. No, you you just wish those people would come down because there's a reason, you know, you just wish they would come down and they would try. It's not easy, first of all, running full black. And I'm not bitching that, you know, hey, I didn't do the right thing or, you know, I can't do my job, but you're running with the guy off. He's going after the official. You're trying to give him his space. He's also got the stat sheet in his hand. He's looking at that. What do you need? What do you need? Hey, can I get this? Can I get that? And then you're, he's gone. You're like, all right, that's, that's what I got. So yeah. Have you ever had, you don't have to name names. I would never do that to you, but have you ever had, has there ever, have you ever had like an incident where a coach in that situation, whether it's halftime, end of the game, wherever you're trying to get something from him and he's just being a total dick and nasty to you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is where I think I get it. First of all, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do my job, but at the same time, they have so many bigger problems than dealing with me. So I appreciate the respect. I appreciate the five seconds. I appreciate four words that I can say back on television that they told me. I totally get it. I am not the priority at that point. I think what bothers me, and listen, I've done it with all types. I've done it with college. I've done it with, you know, pros. It's fine. I I, I know my role. I get it. I'm not the star of the show. I, I totally understand. But you can have an instance where Patrick Mahomes dislocates his knee literally right before halftime and the Kansas City Chiefs season could be over at that moment. And you have a lovely man like Andy Reid walking off the field. And can you imagine? I mean, right. Word from the x-ray room wasn't even back yet. And this guy could be like, oh, God, like our season is, geez, you know. And here's my happy butt walking up to him saying, and and at that moment I said to him, Andy, I am so sorry for two reasons. I felt awful about Patrick. I felt terrible about their season. But I also felt bad I freaking had to ask him a question on the way to the locker room, even though he knows that it's my job. And Coach Reed looked at me and he said, it's okay. And you know what? He's going to be okay. And then so he made me feel all right asking him that. But yeah, I mean, I've had a coach just – I've asked him a question they're ahead by 20 and I'm asking him what he liked. And I, I got two words from him and he kind of looked like I was a total moron. And that's the only thing. It's like, look, I get it. I'm not the star. I'm not trying to be the star. Just please respect me because I care so much about the game and about this coming out right. And, and, you know, doing my job. That's all you kind of want. Yeah. And then sometimes you think to yourself, I'm not paid enough to deal with this crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that, that was that an NFL when that happened? I was an NFL coach. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would see. Yeah, I would think by now they know the gig. They know you. You foxes at every big game. Like they know you're coming. So, but, but listen, everybody has bad days, and I get that. Right. I do too. And 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 I've had college coaches that just aren't in the mood. And sometimes you have people that don't trust you. We were watching that um, that awesome college um, 
docu-series that is on ESPN. Um, I think it was celebrating the 100, what is it, 150 years of, of college football. And mm-hmm. um, Sylvester Croom was on it. And he was just talking about his time at Alabama. And he was talking about being, a, you know, um, his head coaching days at Mississippi State. And I just said to Jared, one of the most incredible halftime interviews I've ever done. And he said, why? And I said, I just remembered this walking off the field with him. His quarterback was hurt, walked off the field and said, how's he doing? And he looked at me and he goes, he broke his leg. His season's over. Ours may be too. And I just was like, holy shit. Like, you don't get stuff like that, you know? And, um, and I don't know if he knew to like, tell me that or whatever, but it was just, it was awesome. And it was one of those, you're like, thank you so much. You didn't have to do that. Thanks coach. Back to you. Like that. Yeah. yeah, That's that's a good one. Yeah. But I, I will say more than anything, it, people ask that all the time. Is there, are there guys that are nasty or there? I've been so fortunate and people have been so wonderful to me and I'm so thankful for that. But I really do believe a lot of that has to do with the trust that I have in my announcers. Um, when I first came on scene at ESPN and even Fox, they just, they've been so great in terms of trusting me. And then relaying that to athletes and coaches. And so when the athletes and coaches see that a Troy Aikman or a Joe Buck or a Kirk Herbstreit or Chris Fowler or Mike Tirico trust you, that goes such a long way. Yeah. You know, since you mentioned the the criticism from the post, I am curious because I do feel like you said it, like you, you I think you used to let that stuff bother you way more than you do now. Um, do you like, how, do you feel like you, get a fair shake now? Do you feel like you've never gotten a fair shake? Or obviously, you know, you've been around now so long. That I would I would think the criticisms and, you know, all of those like think pieces that people always used to write about you and all that is completely died down. But I, mean, I don't know, maybe it hasn't. But I think it depends think? on who's writing the story. I think, um, Look, there's just certain people that are held to a different standard or they'll never be good enough. You know, I blasted a guy on Twitter the other day and it, it, it took me a minute. I actually took a second and I haven't done it in a while. I, I went on the Peloton and I, I, you know, did a nice 30 minute ride and I didn't even tell Jared I was going to do it because he was he would have probably said, don't do it, don't do it. But um, Phyllis George had passed away and I spent the morning reading a lot about her and reading some articles because I'd heard stories about her from Troy and, and our crew, but I didn't know much about her. I didn't know she was an entrepreneur. I, I didn't even know, honestly, about Candid Camera and, and some of the things she had done and mm-hmm. pretty cool reading that. And, and, um, I, I think I'd read a story that her daughter had commented on and, um, I was just reading and, and somebody had tagged me and, and said, you know, I, she paved the way for somebody like me. And, and I don't know the exact wording of it, but said, you know, this is what Aaron Andrews, Phyllis George yet Aaron Andrews, but Aaron Andrews will never be this good. And I was oh. just like, you know what? Like yeah. she just died. Why right. are we focusing? I mean, but it was just a way for him to get a dig in. Yep. And I got to be honest, I've been, you know, I'd been watching the last dance. And I kind of love how my <laughs> use a lot of that and, and not be afraid to go back after people. And, um, I just kind of put a dig in back and I just said, you know, she classy woman. I have a lot to learn from her, especially I, I hope she, you know, didn't let small minded comments like this affect her. So Ooh, good one. That's a good one. I know, but I didn't one. I didn't press retweet. I just replied to the old dog. So that's, that's okay. good though. You don't want, they want the attention, so you're better off not giving them the yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah. You just it's just some people just can't get over it, but it yeah. is what it is. And I, yeah. I feel like I kind of try to 
stick with the thoughts that as long as I have somebody like a Sean Payton or, you know, Mike McCarthy, or you just want the respect from the coaches and the athletes and the organizations. And yeah. obviously my boss is at Fox. That's really what is the most important thing to me. Yeah. So I, um, it's funny because I was going to ask you about Phyllis. I didn't know if she was like a little before your time. Like if you watched her growing up, I mean, she might have been like, you know, because that NFL today when she was on, it was like late 70s, very early. Yeah. 80s, so probably like, you know, um, right. but everyone knows what an iconic like the NFL today is the all time, like, you know, yeah. pregame show from back then. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Schrager actually texted me, um, I think, the Sunday before his Monday show and just asked me my thoughts on it. And I, like I told you, I was reading all these articles about her and um, her daughter had said that she really learned, like, once she started re- stopped reading the comments, that's when she would feel better about herself. And I, I could understand and relate to that. But yeah. her daughter also said she had shoeboxes full, full of these awful comments that people would send oh. her. Oh, yeah. And she put them away in her closet. And just reading some of these fantastic um, quotes and comments and um, stories about her, I, I told Jared, I hope she knows how much she was loved. Yeah. And I, look, I appreciate what she did. She was a beauty queen in the 70s. And she was the leading lady in a male-dominated industry. And I love that people now are saying such fabulous things. I hope they were to her face back then, you know? Yeah. Oh, of course. And God, I mean, what she probably, I mean, a, a woman on imagine. a football telecast in the late 70s and 80s, like, forget it. Yeah, after winning Miss America, I mean, knock yep. it off. Yeah. Um, Love it. Yeah. Let's get to a couple of fun things before I let you go. So, Please. What, what, I saw some tweet from you. The cooking's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> I dumped a whole freaking thing of cornstarch in our kitchen. And I don't know if I've discussed this with you before, but Jared's like Monica Geller from Friends. He's oh, really? very OCD about cleanliness. And, you know, I can I can leave my pair of shorts on the side of the bed for about three days without, you know, moving uh, them. Um, and then I get the weird stare. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to make a stir fry. We needed a little bit of cornstarch. It went right through my fingers and it exploded. Nice. On the floor, and he just looked at me, and it was like the Ralphie moment from Christmas Story. <laughs> oh, fudge. Not, not a fun know. thing to have to clean up. Nope. And yeah. he didn't speak to me probably for an hour because he was <laughs> on his hands and knees with Q tips trying to get him out of the cracks of the Oh, wood my God. Bar. That is tremendous. And then after our dinner, I think we had a couple of drinks and I was loading the dishwasher and I just said, babe, I'm sorry. And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. And then I basically went bowling with one of our salad bowls. I freaking dropped it and it cracked into a million pieces in our kitchen floor. I'm like, this isn't going well at all. Stay out of that room. Just stay out. (laughs) Poor poor guy's on his hands and knees are cute. (laughs) Clean sports side. That is, oh my God. It's too funny. Did you... um, did you, are you watching Friday Night Lights? You went on Twitter and said you were. What, what, where do we stand with that? So this is where I stand. Um, uh, I don't like the start of this answer. No, I tried watching it the first month of quarantine. You guys throw me into an episode where the star quarterback breaks <laughs> his neck and he's got yeah. screws in his head with a halo. And I mean, I'm already That's, crying every night okay. at 
30 at night because of right. Lester Holt's reports. I right. can't do hospital rooms right That's now. Fair. So That's fair. That's fair. I had to stop. I'm, we are okay. fully locked and loaded on billions right now. We're in season three. We do about two right. episodes a night. It's awesome. Yeah, everyone likes that show. But you got, you and Jared both promised me you're going to watch The Office because Jared's a huge, oh. huge Seinfeld guy. Yep. And I told you guys to watch The Office. You both said you would and still no office. So just, right. you know, I'm not happy about that. But didn't you even say that season one of The Office is a tad slow and we well, kind no. of... So it? season one is only six episodes. It's okay, okay. Six episodes. I can do that. So like the first, I think the first one is what's a little slow. But once you get yeah. to episode two, which would not even get on TV today because it's so offensive, then it then you'll get the appreciation for it. Okay, fine. We'll do yeah. it. Jared, if Jared likes Seinfeld, he would love The Office. I'm telling you. We were dying. We were um, at a quarantine, like, driveway birthday party where just, like, everybody bought, brought lawn chairs and we were all sitting around, like, six mm-hmm. feet apart. And one of our buddies had a Latte Larry shirt on and we were dying. Uh, <laughs> so you shouldn't bring up Larry because if you bring up Larry, I'm just going to start asking you a million questions about Larry being at your wedding because it's to yeah, me that I don't feel care. Like- that to me, like Larry David in real life at a wedding, I can't think of a more like perfect thing to witness. So there was a Curb episode. We're so weird. We just started watching season 10. I mean, I know Jared's watched some of the Curbs, but we mm. just started watching season 10 and they go to a destination yeah. wedding in yeah. season 10. And, and the room is crappy, I guess, which the room yeah. was staying in, by the way, wasn't crappy. But we were kind of like, oh God, oh God, is this going to have anything to do with our wedding? But oh, you know what we found out? We actually found a, out a really good story about Larry at our wedding um, a couple months ago. Um, someone told us this story. So the night before our wedding, we kind of did a welcome dinner where we just had everyone, you know, come to this dinner because they had obviously dragged their butts out to Montana. And um, that's where Larry, you know, was first on the scene because he didn't go golfing with the guys that afternoon. So we had all this, you know, kind of buffet style for everyone to go get their food. And we had a chicken parm station because Jarrett loves chicken parm and they cooked one up, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So there's a line for the chicken parm station and Larry's in the back talking to some of the hockey players. And apparently we don't know who it was, but one of our friends that was all the way in the front of the chicken parm station wanted to be with him. So came (laughs) all the way in the back to talk to him. And Larry looked at him and goes, hold on. Were you just in the front of the chicken parm station? And he was like, yeah, "Yeah, I was. And he goes, but you just came back here. And you're where we all want to be. And I guess all our buddies said he instantly took out a notepad and started writing it down. <laughs> Are you see, that yeah. is the best story. That see that story puts me right in heaven. That's why I would do anything. Like oh my god, that is so Larry. That yeah. is so, that is amazing. Was, you know, I didn't think of that though. Like you're you and Jared are watching a wedding episode of Curb, and he came to your destination wedding, and it's like there could be material in that for him. That is we just the whole thing we were like oh my gosh oh my gosh could we be like is anything from our wedding on this and the other thing we heard was so we got married on top of this mountain it was freaking hot but it was cold in the day whatever we can't do anything about the times so we thought it was going to snow and apparently so i haven't seen larry on a golf course my husband has he said that he just douses himself with sunscreen usually right. when he yes. goes out there and may or may not mix it in okay. but 
he was so hot. He put his blazer on top of his head and his date at my wedding said that the tags were still on and she's like trying to pull them off. And he's like, no, 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 leave them. But apparently like as we're walking, I'm walking down the aisle, he was doing finger puppets in the sun with the shadows and all the hockey players are sitting there just cracking up watching. (laughs) That the taking taking out of the pad to write down about the guy. Yeah. Front of the line to the back of the line is that's my favorite thing right there. Yeah. You just came where we all want to be. Why would you come all the way back here? That is so good. That is so I like I follow his daughter on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Here she will post things of him and he posted she posted something the other day where I I think she was trying to like film him with something and he was just like, you know Was this the the birds? It was it was in the same story as the birds. Yes, that was because apparently yeah. much like myself, he hates yeah. birds. Does right. not like birds at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he's a guy who would be perfect for Instagram, but I also like wouldn't want him on there because well, Instagram's nice. He could be on. He should go on Twitter, but he should be on Instagram and like filming what he's going through on in people would if you if you could put him on like a live cam for 30 minutes a day during quarantine. Like I would pay $9.99 a day to watch it. It's just, it's genius. It is. It really, really is genius. I guess, I don't know. I'm trying to remember all these little stories because we obviously weren't present to know what was going on. It was all right. Jared's buddies that were like coming back to him during this ceremony or even now telling stories. But in Jared's vows, he talks about Seinfeld. Um, and I guess... <laughs> As he mentioned Seinfeld, there he goes, ah. Ah, that's in the middle of the ceremony. Yeah. Actually made oh, mm-hmm. okay. So good. funny. Yeah. I need to know the Jarrett line in the vows from Seinfeld. Like, can you send me that later, please? Yeah. I, I need to I know. Tell know ask Jared. Yeah, yeah. I will. All right. Um, He's currently I golfing think, right now. Listen, that's pretty much all. I, I It's pretty much all you can do right now. So, but yeah. things are, things are moving. Things are like, we're getting good news here that, things are going to start to open. Like today is officially like phase one on Long Island, but they said phase two might be coming sooner than they thought. So that's, it's good. Things will be opening up. So I just feel like I'm turning. I mean, I, I didn't have much patience for people anyways, like in airports or spatial people who didn't have spatial awareness before six feet um, apart really annoyed me. And yesterday we went into, I mean, sometimes you just need a donut, right? We went, we needed a donut. We were running some errands. So we went into a coffee shop and grabbed a donut and these buffoons in front of us kept touching the glass. This is a, this is a freaking curb episode. Episode right here. Right, you ready? Right. Kept touching the glass of the donut that they wanted. And I'm like, stop touching the glass. Then they're taking <laughs> their mask up and down. And then they're like, they paid and they're touching the, you know, the, the, I don't know, what was it? It was something to keep you in the lane. And then they're eating their donut and they're moving their, you know, they're touching their face and they're touching the glass. And I was like, I can't freaking stand this year. Yeah, like yeah. I'm losing my mind. And inside the the donut shop, I literally go, keep your mask on because you've got to keep your mask on. Like, don't right. take your mask off. Right. So I just said to Jared, God, I'm going to be a real treat in the airport with people when we start traveling again. Because if they're not obeying the rules, I'm going to lose my mind. That That's the, I don't understand. Like, like you said, I didn't want, I don't want people near me pre corona No, no. I mean, it's just not good. But I don't, I. 
there's a combat. See, the problem is this. You have some people who are just like, you know, they're doing the whole angry thing. They don't want to advance. And then you just have people who are just not malicious, but just not with it. And the, like, I, and it's like, like when I go in the supermarket and I see people doing like actual shot, like going through like touching 40 watermelons before picking out the right one. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Just throw one in the cart. Like we're, we're trapped right now. The watermelon's not that important. Just get it, throw it in the cart, move on. And stop touching everything. Like these people are, I've become really, really cautious about touching my face. I'm like smacking Jared if he's touching his face. Stop touching your face. And because then you're touching other things and yeah, nope. I don't stop touching. Right. Like I don't want to make light of what's going on, but for if if you're, if you're someone who doesn't have it or who doesn't think you have it, like what you need to do is actually really just simple. Like wear a mask. If you go out, stay with, and stay six feet away from people and don't touch your face and wash your hands. Like that should not be a difficult checklist. hundred percent. I don't, I mean, we'll be in our car and we're watching people and they're at, you know, one of these like lights and they go to press the pedestrian walking button and they touch yeah. their face and then they touch their button. I'm like, Oh my gosh, stop. This yeah. is a curve episode. It really is. Yeah. I but listen, if someone else touches their face, whatever. It's I, I, I care more about people inflicting harm on me than anything. That's you know, from the self with the sanitizer right now too. I, I'm all about sanitizer, wash but I, I really try not to go out that much because it's not, here's the thing about going out. It's just it's not that enjoyable because Yeah, agree. You're just a nervous wreck, the mass, this. So like, you know, I've the last few weeks I've started to like see, you know, had a friend in my backyard, went to a friend's backyard. Like I'd rather do that than go out where, you know, I've had two, I've had two incidents that really irked me during this. The first one, I put this on Twitter, but I didn't say it was me. I put it as like a general question. There was one day I was, I was, I had a long drive. I had to drop something off to a family member. I'm driving back. It's like lunchtime. I'm like, I'll get a slice, eat it in the car as I'm driving. And so yeah. I go into the pizza place there's two people working behind the counter. Neither are wearing masks, neither are wearing gloves. I'm like, wait a second. Hold on. I, I must be losing my mind here. So when I first walked in to the pizza place, I wasn't of full mind and paying attention because I had to pee really bad. So I said, <laughs> can I get a slice really hot? Is your bathroom open? They said, yeah. So I go pee. I come out and I notice they're not wearing the mask or the gloves. And I'm like, okay, now I got to make it this. Like, this is like a game time decision. So I'm like, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm really sorry. I got to go. And the guy's like, well, well, it's in the oven. I go, I know, but neither one of you are wearing masks or gloves. He's like, well, we're six feet away from you. I'm like, you know, no. you're breathing and touching the slice. The droplets are going on my slice. Your hands are going, I mean, and yeah, they're going to say it's in the oven and it'll kill the germs or whatever. But I just walked out. Like, I just I had to walk out. I don't and know then, if there's any worse word than droplets. It's so Ew. bad, right? Such a it's, bad word. Whenever I'm near, like if I'm at my parents or if I go to my friend's house and like, you know, like you try to stay six feet away, but like someone will like hand you a bottle of water or something. I'm like, get away droplets. Like I just scream droplets. I just scream droplets all over the place. If anyone comes, yeah. If anyone comes near me, I'm like droplets. Like, Ew. Yeah. The yeah. droplets are bad. God. We need Bull. to stay away from the droplets. Yeah. Stay clear of the droplets. Larry uh, has to do a whole Corona kind of. He has to. He, he has, has to. to. Have yeah. Put in a good word, please. Tell him yes. I will. Really I will. All right. Thanks for coming on. Stay safe. And hopefully we have football on time week one. Safe yeah, let's just thought. have it. I'll yeah, take like, it even a month late. I don't care. I just want to yeah. have it. You don't do, you guys, you, Troy and Joe, you guys don't do any exhibition games, right? Yeah, we do a preseason game. Oh, you usually. do one? 
Mm-hmm. I think they're too big. Trying to get the old vocal cords warmed yeah, yeah. up. Remember, you know. I wonder if they're gonna have, if they're gonna have any preseason games. Yeah, everything is just so up yeah. in the air, and I feel like I've I've been really good about this. You can't get too high. You can't get too low. I've I've really right. just tried to stay positive with the whole thing. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. gonna work out. It's gonna be great. I listen. If you're a sports fan, like you want baseball to come back, you want the NBA playoffs, the yeah. NHL, but like. We, week one of the NFL, I feel like, is a, like a, a marker of sorts for all this. And um, I, the country will be watching Saints and Bucks in just monster numbers, I think. So hopefully we get I that agree. and you'll be there. It'll be fun. So fun. Yeah. All right. Take care. Be safe. Stay away from all those right. droplets. I will. You too. Okay. My thanks to Aaron Andrews for the conversation. Had fun. Doesn't like the word droplets, but the droplets are key. So everyone stay away from them. Wear your masks. Stay inside. Listen to the SI Media Podcast. If you missed any recent episodes, go into the archives. Andrew Perloff from the Dan Patrick Show last week. Peter Schrager two weeks ago. Ian Eagle three weeks ago. Had a couple of guys from The Sopranos on recently. Michael Imperioli and Steve Sharippa. Kyle Brandt was on recently. Bob Lee. Everything in the archives. If you need something to listen to while we are uh quarantining go into the archives and check them out that wraps up this edition of the si media podcast appreciate you listening stay safe and we will see you next week take care Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.